My name is Kay Boem, and this is Epiphany. Amata meiva Kay Boem, ni alojava akachahengi. 25, Porakol, 1865. Today, Kati and I encountered Karata Mianasi on the way out of the apartment building. The sun had just risen, and we wanted to be at the satellite home while Yetsuk was still there. Kati slammed the glass door shut in front of Lim and scowled. The Dromela stood on the other side and did not move to open the door or even to knock. I kept my eyes on Lim while I had a sharp discussion with Kati. If Karato can read lips, Lim must have caught the entire conversation. Lur's smile showed nothing. When I opened the door, I said, and greeted Lim in the traditional way. This is Kati, a cousin, and you startled Lim. The smile widened. Today, Karata wore Lur hair double-bound with a headdress that covered Lur two braided buns in ornamental flowers. A fringe of gold and garnet dangled down Lur forehead and the sides of Lur face. Lur hepteri vest had patterns of feathers and red thread, the color of fading life, of death on tile floors, and of broken carapaces in the grass. The black background reminded me of the night sky. I felt underdressed. It was the kind of thing an upper-class Romela wears to a wedding or to a friendship union or in court before delivering a speech. So ornamental. Karata looked directly at Kati and said, I need to speak with a Kahin Tangi. I have Matriarch Mohata's blessing for this conversation. Both of us looked at Kati, who tried to hide the scowl. It prevented Karata from seeing my confusion as as to why Lee needed my matriarch's blessing. Kati could have challenged Lim, said that Lee lied. I mean, Kati has remained silent about Desoros at the family breakfasts, but in Lur heart, I know that Lee doesn't want the Koyinya who look like Noamwa anywhere around Lim. Kati said, Today is Yatsuk's birthday, Salus. You could call a Tangi's matriarch to confirm this conversation needs to happen now, Karato said, voice firm. Lee said something in Shiji, I'll not reproduce it here, that made Kati Gritler teeth. I said, give my regards to Yetsuk. My family would never tell me to meet with one of them over celebrating a birthday, Kati said. Then tell them that I'm not feeling well, I said. Karata lifted Lur right hand and started looking at Lur fingernails, corners of Lur lips still turned up. Lee kept Lur facial expression so tightly controlled that I knew Lee must be raging inside at this disrespect. I wonder what kind of control Lee must have if Lee can stand this. Karato is an upper-class Romela. Lee comes from a family that once ruled an entire country, the Mayanesi, what must it be like to live with constant disrespect from social inferiors? Kati whispered, Will you allow this one to make offerings in our apartment? Will you do that even if Lur presence offends ancestors and sacred decency? My gods, how does your Ipo meet such people? Ipo is the colloquial way people say kupiviadho on the fora when they want to be disrespectful. Even people who don't know Naragi know it. 
Kupo is also colloquial, but it respects one's ancestors. The language spelling reformers who want to standardize Nadayi slang and reform our dictionaries use that word as part of their slogan. They've made all of these lists of words to change grammar, to modernize, conventions to overturn. I like some of the changes. I, I use them inconsistently on my own, but Kupo is too much. I mean, it's it's just so colloquial. It One should never use a slang term to describe one's family. I come on that. That's a hard line for me. Furthermore, one should never diminish it to e. It's kupo, not ipo. The people on the fora who do that have committed a sin. This could have started a fight. Karata's presence made me back down. I glared at Kati. Lee bit her lower lip, stomped her feet on the ground, and bumped Karata's shoulder when Lee walked past Lim. Karata remained stoic and hardly turned her head. Only I saw Kati turn around behind Karata and raise her fist. Even with my misgivings about the Nuamwa and Kuyinya, I would never make a gesture like that to one of their faces. Lee was an ass. I've been an ass, of course, but at least I know my place. This is such unbecoming behavior for an adult woman who's mothered two children and who works in a profession. Karata touched my arm and our gazes met. The anger embedded deep within those eyes was not something that Lee could hide with that smile. It is good to see you, I offered. Lee responded in Naragi. I've heard reports about you from three people. Liga, Akak de Ohorongi, and Desuros. Liga and Desuros have given me a thorough understanding of the situation, but Akak Deo was, was rather vague. Lee said, I think that you need to talk to your associate Akakin Tangi, who's deeply disturbed by something related to you. I called Mechirak Mohata. You and I need to have a conversation alone. We can go up to my apartment. Karato gritted their teeth and glanced at the stairs. That works. There's there's no other convenient places there. I nodded. With a bow, I said, Akakimaina, let me lead you there. Lee offered Lur hand, I took it, and we started the walk up the great staircase. Why did you call Michirak Mohata? Akakideo told me to speak to you. Liga and Desuros assumed that I wouldn't have the time. I always have time for your family, though. Going through your matriarch was the proper way to start this conversation, Karato said. People only go through one's matriarch when they want something. Karato did not need permission to talk to me after the show. I weighed possibilities during our walk upstairs, and Lee didn't engage me in any more conversation, thankfully. When I opened the door, though, I looked at Lim and said, Akakdeo says that Lee has five anti-eavesdropping technologies. Could I have one? Karato laughed and shut the door behind Lim. I don't know. Liga is monitoring the building network right now. Where's your shrine? Over there. I pointed and stepped aside. Karata reached into a hidden pocket beneath Lerhepteri vest and handed me a hot package. It smelled like meat and spices. I took it from them. 
I brought this because Liga says that you leave for breakfast. I'll not impose. We can eat while we talk. This conversation will take some time. Li greeted my ancestors in the Narayi way and gave a stranger tribute to Katis, something very appropriate considering what happened downstairs. Out of everyone who's come to my apartment, only the Koyinya have consistently offered at the shrine before engaging in business with me. That etiquette matters. Well the oblated, I sliced alahara, warmed flatbread, and put together a tray with condiments. I chopped the meat into small pieces and took two plates out of the cupboard. It took me longer than their prayers. By the time I finished, Lee sat motionless, eyes closed at the table. I set everything on the table between us and sat down. Their eyes opened, Lee smiled, and we started eating. Lee said, Liga wants to know if you've stopped journaling. I'm using traditional paper because I don't want Ligat to see it. That's very fair, annoying to Lim, admittedly. Karata smiled. I spoke to your grandmother? Not about the assassination plot. About you. Lee and I use informal address. You can call me Karata without my family name. May I address you informally? Liga addressed me informally, and probably shouldn't have. I dipped my flatbread in one of the condiments and ate it. As long as you don't become arrogant, you may call me Salus. Karata skewered a piece of meat and popped it into her mouth. The amusement shone in her eyes. When I was your age, most of the families around me called me an arrogant, shrewd, impertinent, and presumptuous person. If I could show you the political cartoons... I don't think that changes with age, although people have mentioned it less and less over time. I nearly choked with laughter. Really? What did you do? At the time, I was the first non-woman Itharji senator. I delivered all of my speeches in Itharji before I delivered them in Dveshi. I was in my late teens as well. All at the same time. <laughs> Very overwhelming for people. Even as a Jomela. I can't imagine how his son would have fared. We didn't have Gaju back then. Karata pointed at my plate. The meat is seasoned with ethergy spices. Tell me if it's too bitter for you. I've been using jam. That works. Salus, you are politically ambitious. Lee spooned spicy sauce out of a condiment bowl and slathered it on their flatbread. Matriarch Mohata and Liga both mentioned it. You want to make your family great even though loss has followed you to Galasu. I respect that resilience. The Koresa sisters have been ambitious. Keptar made one mistake, and Sehutangi has made two. I'll be the fatal one for Lim if we succeed, won't I? I have something to offer you based on my conversation with your grandmother. Don't ask me to use smart paper again. I mean, I never stopped wearing the bug. Lee knows what I've said, but not what I'm thinking. Some things, some things I never should have said because they're too private. I set down my spoon and leaned back. No one in the Kuginya has that luxury, you know. I'm the only one with boundaries, and I choose to keep them as low as possible. Liga could be listening to your bug or through my ears. I mean, Lee cares about you. Could you pass me the green sauce? 
I handed Lynn the entire set of condiments. We set the tray down beside their plate and twirled it around. It came to rest before Lee dipped a spoon in the green sauce. I asked, What is your proposition? Someone told me that you found a photograph of a woman who looks like you, and I can give you her name. Further, I can authorize and support your decision regarding Zehutangi. That's old enough to make your own decisions about how this happens. Karata dropped the sauce from the spoon onto the center of the flatbread. Lee dipped a sliver of meat in it. Liga misstepped. Lee thinks of you as Lur daughter's friend, not as an adult Salus. Lee will see things differently if Lee reaches 200. Despite using my informal name, Karata remained very polite. Lee is so much more confident than most Sabaji Jomela I've met, although I haven't met very many from Iturja. If Lee has the ear of Lijera, Lee's had thousands of years to make offerings of nectar and incense. All of the Desejera have had so much time to prepare. I waited some seconds before responding so I didn't appear over-eager to compromise. I will consider that. Beyond deciding what I'll do, I'll need support. I'm, I'm 19, and my matriarch has given me an allowance that reflects my experience and professional role in Galasu. That professional role does not involve funding this. Ah, uh, I remember that. If you can estimate how much you've spent already, I could give you money. You can make other purchases through us. We ate another piece of flatbread. I studied Lur face, but didn't see any malice in it. I made a deal with your grandmother because you're competent, and I'm desperate. The assassination attempt now is not like the others. There have always been leaks among the Tezahara, this one has nothing. It frightens me. I would like learn name. I would like protection. I would, I would like whatever happens when I log into computers and use them too much to stop happening. I would like all of this to be over. And I want the... Tell me exactly what you need us to do. Lee smiled, popped a piece of flatbread into her mouth, and started chewing. And then Lee looked towards one of the wall screens. And the knot in my stomach. When one of them... That's, that's not a look that I'd ever want directed at me. Karato snapped her fingers... I looked back at Lim. Lim met my eyes, and I i don't know, I, I handed Lim a list. Lee read it quietly. When their gaze lost its focus, I watched for any expressions that could tell me the outcome. Resignation, fear, disgust. I saw many things, and at last, a sigh when Lee said, yes. But I need to talk to someone about this. Files, fine. Rope, fine. Sleeping medication, fine. A document scanner, certainly. However, I'm neither a chemist nor a medical doctor. 4-hydroxybutanoic acid is used for what, Salus? Um, 
kidnappings. Um, I think it was used in a rape case a while it, it was prosecuted. Not very often for that, though. It this is it addles the senses. I I saw someone use it in a drama for a criminal investigation. It people usually slip it into a drink. Ah, uh, so black market. I think so, but I don't trust the black market. It's something we'd want to make on our own. I have a list of what goes into it. Would your someone be better? Karata frowned and raised their hand. More than a minute passed before Lee spoke. According to people who know more than me, 4-hydroxybutanoic acid is something that you must administer carefully. If Liga hacks Akasa Hutangi's medical files, we can know the appropriate dosage. Liga might refuse. I closed my eyes and pictured Liga on the bridge. I said, Tell Lim that this is exactly like the blood on the tile floor. Tell Lim that I am at an edge again. Lee needs to help me. Besides, if I overdose Hutangi, it will look even worse to have a corpse on our hands. Karacha's eyes widened. I put the final piece of alahara in my mouth. Lee said, I told Lim. Lee will do it. How long has Liga been in the Koyinya? Eighteen years. Lee must have contracted the Mokanwa when Sukha was born, roughly. Karata shook her head. Yes, and they reestablished contact when Sukha was fifteen. Sukha's family believes in the old superstitions about exposing children to people in a collective. Sukha's fine, and keeping them apart was completely unnecessary, and... You know Liga now. I sighed. Sukha should have mentioned that to me. It's why Liga cares so much, isn't it? Liga will outlive both you and Sukha, Karata said. It is extremely difficult to kill someone in a collective. Lee's frozen as Lee was when Lee contracted the initial sickness. It's a complicated thing that I can't really explain to people who haven't experienced it. Salus, I need to know what your plan is. I cleared my throat. Okay, so tomorrow I will take a Akhisautangi to a dream garden and spike her drink with just enough to make Lim not remember what happens next. Under its effects, I will take Lim home and put Lim to bed, saying that Lee had too much alcohol. Then I'll give Lim sleeping medication if I need to. Um, I could use assistance with that dosage and scan documents from their personal collection. Okay, I'm going to hire someone to keep you safe, Karata said. This is the least I can do. That plan sounds permeable. I would prefer to take care of Anethi on my own. No, you'll have distant protection. Karata smiled and steepled their hands. Nothing will leave the Koyinya's possession without your permission, of course. You know, when this all comes to light. From our own copies of the audio files, the comm files, your private journal, when this goes to trial, we'll try to protect you as much as we can. Your matriarch asked us to do that. It will take three or four days to compile what we need for the authorities. We will vet everything. Your own copies, if you have them, might be confiscated. It's it's delicate, more delicate than I can say. But you've collaborated with people before in this situation, right? I mean, have they been released promptly if they've if they've ended up in in custody? 
Lee nodded. In most circumstances, yes. I would be lying to you if I said all of them. We had a situation in the 1840s, actually, in which our collaborator stabbed one of the conspirators in the neck with a kitchen knife. Lee received a prison sentence for the assault. Do not assault Sehutangi. No cuts, no marks, no kisses. I would never kiss Sehutangi while he's unconscious. I have another question. What happens if we don't have several days for you to compile a dossier? What happens if the assassination is scheduled, I don't know, for like the day after tomorrow? We need to hope that that's not the case. I do not have the power to sway the authorities like that, and we will never make the requisite arrests in time. In that case, we'll need to use significant extra-legal means. You'll need to exercise your judgment and keep us updated. Salus, the police have authority over everyone in the city except the royal family. You could go directly to them. You could call us. There are limits. Still possibilities. What about you? You're the nexus of the Kuginya. Can't you do anything else? Karata frowned. I can stop an assassin as long as we're in hand-to-hand combat. Pulling someone into the space between space isn't something I can do by distance. Tennis has a much better feel for the lattice in combat than I do. I still don't know what Karato actually meant by lattice. I, I really actually only wanted a sharp yes or no from that. Reluctantly, I'm going to try to describe what happened next. Even on traditional paper, I wonder if putting this down in a place where others can see it could condemn me. And you should know that the conversation above has gaps. Much more happened in that conversation, Descendant, than I can say. Karata told me to write nothing down about those parts, even on old paper that sucks down ink. The God will destroy parts of the audio recording, and I only wanted the pieces I needed to make this journal sensible for Descendants. Matriarch Mohata sent Karata a letter, and I read it. We burned this letter. I, I can't describe its contents anywhere either. It's only semi-related to the assassination. Because that would violate the oaths that I have now spoken in front of gods and family. The letter from Matriarch Mohata could have been a forgery, but I caught them on video chat for under a minute to confirm it. Karata leaned against the doorframe. I blushed when I realized that I hadn't even cleaned up my laundry from the past few days. The hepteri vests, makeup, underclothes aren't anywhere near the dry cleaning and laundering baskets. Lee only said one thing. I think I had something with a pattern like that in the 1560s. I changed from my simple work clothes into the one elaborate aniku I own, working hastily. A ritual like this needed preparation. We only had so much time before I needed to leave for work. I rushed so much that I hardly had time to bind my hair appropriately. Karato cauterized one of our kitchen knives with a lighter. Lee spoke plainly and succinctly, outlining the ritual we would do. It was not anything Ixergingya or Sabaji. This is something that could only have come from the time before Kamak fell. We cut into our palms in front of my family's gods and ancestor proxies and put our hands together. 
I repeated an oath that I cannot write down, but I promised to be an ally to the Guinya. My grandmother never did anything like this for Lim. In that letter, I don't know the exact words, but Lee wrote, My little eye of the hurricane is an offering to you, and in exchange you will always favor the Nixipia family as if it were your own. I mean, from my perspective, we're all actually arrows, aren't we? Who travel in the direction our matriarchs want, regardless of our own longings. I have no idea what this means for my political career. This is not a friendship ritual, so it cannot have the weight of the law behind it. It only has the weight of the gods and the ephemeral dead. I am trapped in this liminal space between Nixibpia and Mayamesi. Karata must treat me like family. Further, Karata's blood burned when it touched my hand. It must be like how an unlucky person feels when liquid nitrogen touches their bare skin. I closed my eyes and gritted my teeth. My hand was on fire for about a minute after the physical contact stopped. It worsened when he touched me to bind the wound. I started laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing, like, even now. Katya has no idea the force of this undertow. And now the patient immortals are jumping past our parents' generation to take us as allies. I mean, how is Lee going to use me? What does my matriarch sacrifice me to do? Karato asked if I was fine. I'm fine. Just fine. My hand shows no sign of the burn, I mean, like only a cut. Karato has no mark on Lur hand at all. Lee wiped my tears away with a napkin and hugged me. Lee whispered, I will advertise this to the Tesejera. One of my informants thinks someone will put a hit out on you. They will all need to rethink that now. For full legal effect, you and Liga should swear a traditional friendship oath. It's up to you to decide if that's appropriate. I can find someone else for it. I pulled away. A hit on me? You've been triggering dormant surveillance programs. Are you sure that this will deter Lim? Or them? Karato clicked her tongue. In addition to being cute, warm, and good at oratory, I'm actually very dangerous. Lee knows what happens when Lee crosses my boundaries, the one who would put the hit out. I don't... Don't worry, I've been arguing that you're only 19. Karato laughed and clapped her hands together. Don't look at me like that. I mean, it's a contradiction. The others don't view 19 the way I do. What was I supposed to say to that? I went silent. This was just too much. Desuros will visit after sunrise with the items I've requested. My doppelganger's name is Tani Aromo Nitasek Kaleso. The Koginya will protect me with an obscure, long-dead blood oath, and I will have the agency I desperately need. I've already decompressed so many anxieties today that I feel like I'm vomiting on the page. I need to stop before I write things that I shouldn't. My bodyguard arrived. Their name is Kalta. Lee is not in the Koginya. Liza Narayi devotee of Narasan. Liga has given Lim access to my audio feed. 
Alta is tall, with long, falling, locked hair that Lee wears in a ponytail. Lee dresses in masculine dark gray, sleeveless for the summer, and has strong, developed muscles on their upper body. Their cheeks dimple when Lee smiles. I don't think that Lee smiles frequently. I made them laugh. Lee brought along layout plans for the dream garden, and I now know the best way to take Akhsehutangi out once I give them the drugs. Just in case the feedback from the hologram I wear inhibits my judgment, I will pass two backup doses of 4-hydroxybutanoic acid to Kelta. Lee will know based on the audio if intervention is necessary. I have no idea how Lee intends to gain access to the Dream Garden without a costume, but at my suggestion that Lee impersonate a staff member, Kalta laughed. We must have money for bribes. I'm writing this now just in case something happens. I want any reader to know that I did try to stop whatever Zehutangi and the Daybreak movement had planned. I am so nervous that I awoke in the middle of the night and vomited. Here's to good luck. When I leave the house today, I will make offerings to Tsemanok. You have been listening to Epiphany by KBOM. For a text version, cultural notes, and to subscribe via RSS, please visit http colon slash slash kayeboesme.com slash epiphany.